I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to the School for Dumb Women's extra special bonus 2017 Andrex Wipe. We rounded up all the things we didn't understand this year and put them in one handy guide so that you can end the year feeling good about not knowing which Pope we're on to now. I'm your host woman, Pope Hannah the Tardy, and with me are Cardinals Alexandra the Shagger Haddo. I asked them not to be so ironic with that. And Caroline the Resplendent O'Donoghue. Hi Hannah, I got some embroidered slippers for Christmas and I really feel truly splendid. You look it, girl. <laughs> you may notice that this episode is different from our usual format, and that's because our good friend Charlie Brooker called to say that he was too busy to do a 2017 wipe, because of some show he's working on about iPhones and how they're going to kill us all. Sounds shit. I agree. Let's begin with the traditional start of the year, January. So January is obviously known for being particularly the shit month. You're broke, you're fat, etc. But this was a particularly uh, shit beginning because uh, the biggest shit on earth became the most powerful man on the, in the world. Yes, lovely. Yeah, we are all huge fans. <laughs> <laughs> and his name literally does mean fart in English. Yeah. So. Um, I think there's many things we don't understand about what happened there. No. Nope. Uh, Russia had a role. We're, we're all fairly clear, right? Yeah, yeah they yeah, ran the Facebook account or something for him. Yeah, they were the community manager for the whole election. Yes, that's right. Uh, and then they put loads of sponsored ads on Facebook and then loads of people clicked on them and then they got loads of buyers of remorse. But it, it's too late because he's the president. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so now an advert for Donald Trump's presidency just follows them around the internet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Half price. Yeah. My favourite thing about the whole thing was that Hillary Clinton said that George Bush turned to her at at the inauguration after it and went, well, that was fucking weird. (laughs) (laughs) If George Bush thinks something's weird, something's weird. Uh, Obviously, also in January, we had the Women's March. Yes, Uh, the sort of antithesis to it, wasn't it? I understood almost everything about that, so no confusion there. Apart from those fucking pussy hats, which I will never... Wherever. Like, no. Yeah, Absolutely. they're not exactly reusable, are they? they no. Are. <laughs> also, I don't understand why the Women's March happened in January and not March. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, so February, what happened then? Uh, there was the whole Oscars, Moonlight, La La Land thing. I haven't seen La La Land. I saw Moonlight. It was great. I saw La La Land, not Moonlight, meaning you have a much cultural, clear conscience mm. than I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> I have seen both. Oh, shit. <laughs> so did the right one win? Um, if you're talking about a series, like, yeah, it did, really. As in, I like them both in very equal ways, but I feel like to give La La Land best picture would have been a bit like, you know, you've got a really, really good sort of breakthrough film about black homosexuality that you never, ever see. 
don't give it to the tap dancing white people. Yeah. Right. Like, Do you know what like I mean? Literally, I liked La La Land a lot, but it was like, they did this film for 15 years between 1930 and 1945 to keep people alive during the war yeah. with hope. Yeah, it like, was great. I loved La La Land. Yeah, but, but also yeah. it's been done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, and yeah, like poor old Warren Beatty, once a Lothario, now doesn't understand the concept of award shows. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the fact that it was actually, he was actually handed the best actress envelope. Like oh, a so copy it said of it. Emma Stone on it. So I would it? have loved it if it was like, and the best picture is Emma Stone. <laughs> she just comes up again. <laughs> Thank you. It was like, of that year, it was the um, equivalent of John Travolta um, introducing Idina Menzel as Hadel Tazim. <laughs> I love that! And my favourite thing about that is the same kind of thing where it's like, they see the thing, they realise something's wrong, and they're like, I'm just going to really <laughs> fucking style this out. Because yeah. John Travolta's like, he's he's giving his old ethnic pronunciation. He's like, Hadel Tazim. <laughs> All right, March. You've already used up your big March joke, Hannah, so I hope you have some material prepared. Get your March puns out. (laughs) Uh, I have nothing for March. (laughs) There was that weird, um, those kids that interrupted their dad's BBC interview about North Korea. Marion. South Korea, potentially. Marion, the little girl's called Marion, wasn't she? Yeah, Yeah, that was fun for about 10 seconds. That was like a brief respite from all the horror. (laughs) And then everyone started doing like think pieces about it. I know. Oh, I know. Everything gets ruined. It's just like a bit of fun and it was really good and... Let's leave it at that. Do you remember that woman who um, she staged, she did her own viral video of her own child, which she shoved into a yellow jumper. Like she literally dressed her child up like Marion for her viral video. And the whole thing she had done was like, um, she was, uh, the point she was making is that like, oh, if you were a woman, you wouldn't have like... um, Pushed your child out of the oh, room. Oh, yeah, I do remember like, And she starts, like, coddling her child while taking a fake business call. And it's like, oh. you put your kid in the yellow jumper for that. Also, <laughs> the, the fact that you've got time to do this, like, disproves your entire point. Yeah. <laughs> You're completely. obviously sat at home doing nothing. I love that, like, that woman was like, oh, they're going to love this. <laughs> this is great. I did love the fact that the um, the kid, Marion, was part of the press conference, though, afterwards. And she wore an amazing, yeah. like, Like, detective's coat. coat. Detective coat and glasses. Oh, she was really good yeah no I absolutely don't hold any of this against Marion the people the fact that people were twats about Marion I love the fact as well that it was like it was that little respite from the whole horror of the news from the start of the year but actually her dad was taking a conference call about like the threat of North Korea (laughs) so it actually was meant to be like a really horrible serious thing yeah Yeah. it's just the way she walks in like it should have Vindaloo by Fat Les as the soundtrack bounds in I tried to make that meme but I'm not very technologically advanced yeah sometimes the light gets in yeah. <laughs> um, elsewhere as well, George Osborne got a job at the Evening Standard. That was March. Um, and he phased out his old job, which was pretending to even give a shit about people uh, in the government. Yeah, that's true. Oh, uh, yeah. What was his job beforehand again? Um, he was an MP and he was Chancellor until 20... Blah, blah. He's got a weird face, though, doesn't he? Yes. Yes. He's got, like... Somebody said this on Twitter at the time. They were like, the ultimate like face that you don't want to look at during a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> Just that kind of thin smile. Oh, like, mm. God. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, in the spirit of jobs we're equally as qualified for, um, we'd all like to announce our new jobs for 2018. Um, I will be a relationship coach. Ah, yes. I plan to be a testicle model. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. And I've just been announced as the editor of the Evening Standard. Hannah, come on. That's not fair. You actually work in the media. You are more qualified than George. Oh, fine. But, you know, well done. (laughs) Thanks, man. 
In April, there was a snap general election called, despite the fact that Theresa May said she was not going to call a snap general election. And we can all now look back fondly as Theresa May and her government, puppeted by all the huge Tory donors of newspapers, well and truly shagged themselves. That was fantastic, wasn't it? Yeah. Again, in you know, spirit of dumb women, not really sure why it happened. But no, yeah. with bloody grace. Something oh, to do yeah. with them getting cocky and yeah. Theresa May wanting to like wave her proverbial dick around mm. and uh, get a huge majority over Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah, yeah. And it was it really like the Tories shit. were like, "We're going to smash out that Corbyn fellow once and for all." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was properly like seeing the goody almost win was almost more satisfying than seeing him win. Yeah, because that's why there was loads of jokes saying, "Why is everyone acting like he won?" And we were like, "Because this." is a victory like we thought yeah everyone else was going to get trounced yeah he, he he did it was amazing work because obviously he came out we always knew he's quite charismatic but he came out and he was like just doing the work wasn't he he was giving people jam like oh, he yeah. was yeah. like he was engaging with the youth he was engaging so fucking hard, wasn't he? Yeah. And he was giving really emotive speeches. He gave the speech at the Libertines gig. And uh, fun fact, my good friend Tommy Gorn, Tommy, hi, if you're listening, with his friend started the Jeremy Corbyn chant at that wow. gig. Oh, wow. Because Big moment for What him. a claim to fame. Jeremy, yeah. yeah and because I'm a, a Corbyn, Corbynista, uh, he texts me straight after the gig. So that's why I know he's not lying, because he said, oh, me and Jammy, his friend, hello, Jammy. Um, I thought that was his like, pet name for Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> Me and Jamsies. <laughs> um, he said, oh, we started, a, we started a Jeremy Corbyn chant and the whole gig started chanting it. And I was like, oh, mate, that's amazing. So I looked it up online and then it became the whole, oh, wow. Jeremy Corbyn. Do you know, before we um, move on from that and the spirit of like political balance, mm. the, uh, it was, obviously it was great to see Corbyn be so charismatic and brilliant through all of that. And the one thing I didn't understand is where the fuck that energy was during Brexit. Um, it's because he wants to leave. Well, I know, yeah. And uh, I'm not going to really forgive him for that in a hurry I don't think mm. I'll, I'll always vote for him um, unless he has a fucking personality transplant or something but the fact that like most of the youth of Britain don't want to leave the EU yeah Corbyn is supposed to be this person that represents the youth and yeah. he did fuck all and like I'm always going to be a bit mad about that yeah no I'm, I'm the same I'm not like oh whatever he does I'll agree with it yeah um, but I would love to just get him sit him down and genuinely ask why he doesn't think Europe, the EU, is a good idea. I, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure he's got complicated left wing reasons, which I've sort of tried to Google once, and then was a bit like confused. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, in April, Fire Festival happened. Do you guys remember that? This yeah. was brilliant. It was, was fantastic. So good. So essentially for anyone who doesn't know what happened Ja Rule invented this like really amazing (laughs) festival in the Bahamas or something got all these Instagram celebrities to do posts about it sold out tickets uh, didn't organise it and then everyone booked flights there and turned up and it was an absolute shit heap there was like nothing there was like sliced bread oh that was so (laughs) funny though and it was like um, I heard stories that there was like Instagram influencer supermodel type people out there and they were trying to trade um, photographs of themselves, like endorsements on their Instagrams that are worth thousands and thousands of pounds for like a mango. Oh. Like seriously, that was the kind of weird <laughs> bartering that happened. It was brilliant. It was the biggest like shame forward moment of um of 2017. Definitely it was Fire Festival. Hashtag mango, hashtag spawn. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like hashtag mango mangoes? 
<laughs> I'm here enjoying a hashtag mango. Oh, that was that amazing tweet, wasn't there? Like, it's gone dark. We don't have supplies. We can hear wolves. Like, <laughs> more on this later. So we can hear wild dogs in the background. Yeah, wild dogs are now roaming the, the oh my site. God. It was amazing. Yeah. Fabulous. As far as we know, no one was seriously hurt, though, right? No, I don't think they were. Finally, my favourite thing about April, actually, Barry Manilow came out as gay. Oh, yeah. yeah. After all this time. And his partner is called Gary Manilow. Well, that no, mean he's that- called Gary. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's hope that he's called Gary Manilow. Yeah. How does do that mean that married? you're finally coming out of the closet as a Barry Manilow fan? At the Culpa. <laughs> you love Barry Manilow. It's the first Barry thing Manilow. I ever found out about you. <laughs> I do feel like Barry Manilow coming out was akin to when Ricky Martin came out and everyone was like, yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> and all right may uh we had the handmaid's tale which i remember being really fucking annoying because it had been in the u.s for ages yeah and we had all these bloody think pieces and and we hadn't got to see it yeah and, and there were so many screenshots and things and you were just like i don't want to know what happened i know and i read the book as well so it's like oh yeah you you know most of it but you haven't seen it yeah, and because I'd read the book and because the scre- those bloody screenshots were so fucking annoying, I just was like, oh, I'm sick of it now. I'm sick of hearing of it. And I still haven't really watched it. It's a craft show. I watched the first <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's about handmade things. So. Yeah. <laughs> Kirsty Olsop presents it. <laughs> oh my gosh, she would have been great in that. <laughs> Kirsty does dystopian Christmas. <laughs> the one thing that annoyed me about The Handmaid's Tale is that... um, I mean, obviously it was good. It was a good piece of art. I assume people seem to like it. But... um. There was a lot of, like, uh, white women who live very privileged lives being like, see. <laughs> see what I mean? As if, yes. like, see, okay, see, are we, everyone's finally seeing the truth. Everyone's like, this is Donald Trump's America. Completely. And, and it's like, well, I see what you're trying to say. The thing is, is that, like, uh, as Margaret Atwood famously said about when she wrote that book, every single thing that happens to women in that book has happened to some woman globally either contemporarily or in the past yeah and it's like nobody gave a flying fuck if like somebody like has un like willing fgm happened to them in somalia but if it happens to rory gilmore suddenly it matters yeah yeah, yeah. and that's what like infuriated me about the whole media around the handmaid's tale yeah yeah sorry just had a bit of a go there no please let's move on on. (laughs) um also in may chelsea manning was released which was kind of big news and i know she was involved with wikileaks and I know that we love her, but I'm still only about 70% clear on what she did. I think she was a good whistleblower. Yeah? Yeah. And I think that she was kind of Obama's mic drop as he walked out because the last thing he did in office was pardon her and free her. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Fine. That makes sense. I always be unclear on that as well. Yeah. I think maybe we should have um, a segment maybe a on segment Chelsea Manning yeah. maybe soon. We should yeah. plan that. But plan I think it's generally, you know, a good thing that she's free. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. definitely. And she's very good on Twitter now. Yes, oh, is she, she is. Yeah. yeah, She's big on the emojis. Oh, oh. God love her. So June, very big month for society as a whole because dumb women started in June. Woo! What's dumb women? Oh. Oh, it, it's a podcast for women. <laughs> oh, is this what we do? <laughs> That's what this is every week. Oh, I feel like the world has become brighter. Yeah. Also in June, everyone lost their shit about Wonder Woman. Ah, but, you know, my main focus was dumb woman. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And we do always wear a metal breastplate each when we record. So in a way, we're yeah. very similar to Wonder Woman. Definitely. Do you know what? That was another like Handmaid's Tale type thing where it was like um, everyone acting like this was the first time a woman had ever been in a film. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, <laughs> I like, yeah. ah. And in, and in June 2017, we finally let women into films. Like, yeah. that's how histrionic the press was, wasn't it? Yeah, and also it was like, this was the reaction of everyone coming out of the cinema. <laughs> that, was, that was actually good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. That was good, that. Having said that, I did cry for the opening like half hour oh I loved it oh no I loved it as well yeah I loved it like just women being really strong and like being on horses and stuff isn't she just the most beautiful woman you've ever yeah, seen in your whole life gorgeous. yeah yeah I used to think the most beautiful woman on earth was Sophie Ellis Bexter and now I think it's Gal Gadot oh Sophie Ellis Bexter's very good looking she's she's magnificent she's ethereal isn't she she's like a like a painting. she's like a pixie woman yes yeah. she's like how I felt the first time I saw a rainbow oh she <laughs> is <laughs> Ed Miliband, of course, covered for Jeremy Vine on Radio 2 in June, and he talked about toilets. Uh, and Ed, if you are listening, you are Alex's dream guest, only behind Russell Brand. Uh, <laughs> so please do get in touch or talk to us at the many exclusive podcasters' secret wild parties we regularly attend. Yeah, and they're um, friends. He and Russell interviewed Ed before the last election, yes. so we could have them on as a duo. And what a big help he was. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I went to see Russell Brand live earlier this year, and he was talking about that exact Ed Miliband interview and he said that just before it he was like oh my god I really don't know if this is a good idea I'm a bit stressed about it feeling a bit weird about it um, and he said look can we really not make it very formal like before Ed had got there can we like sit on the end of my bed and like do it there and they went no and he went why not and they said because it will look like you've just fucked him <laughs> <laughs> obviously we had the uh, election Finally, we have the election results, which was very exciting. And the DUP turned up. I think they're still around, but just no one talks about them anymore. Yeah, what's that about? I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure about that. I'm I know they're Irish, which I know I should know about them. Well, yeah, nice. they were yeah. given a billion pounds and I think they just went off to Jamaica. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's what they're doing. I mean, where's the money gone? Definitely not on Arlene Foster's hairdresser. Snap. <laughs> Uh, July was a funny one. So famous and very beloved Melissa McCarthy character Sean Spicer resigned as press secretary to the White House and he was replaced by a little silhouette of a man. Scaramoochie, scaramoochie, did you tame the man tango? No, he was quickly let go. Let him go. He was quickly let go. Let him go. He was quickly let go. Let him go. Go, 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 go. Oh no, oh dear, oh no, oh dear, oh no, oh dear. Let him go. He came and went, and the devil gave a sign to leave, to leave, to leave. Ba 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 So you think you can hand him his P forty five? So you think you can sack him and leave him to die? Oh, Donald, take a look at him, Donald. He just wants to get out. He's already on his way out of here. And a security robot drowned itself, much to the delight of Elon Musk. Also, the first female Doctor Who was announced. Yeah, is that, I don't, isn't it Doctor Who a bit shit? Like, does it mean that I'm not a feminist if I don't watch the new series? Yes. Yeah, no intention of fucking watching that now. Oh, yeah. Do we have to pretend that we are? Yes, absolutely. Oh, fine. Yes, we have to tune into one episode. Because I think in Doctor Who there's generally like a standalone episode that almost works like a film. The Christmas episode. Yeah. Just read the synopsis in the Radio Times. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I support her regardless. Yes, agreed. Whoever she is. Yeah. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, Caroline, also you got a real life dog. I did get a dog. Yeah, my maternal instinct grew Aww. overnight. As did the ingrown hairs on my nipples. I don't know if that's related. <laughs> yes, it absolutely is. Yeah, okay. probably, yeah. Mm, yeah. Many dog owners report it. Okay. The last thing that happened in July, which I didn't understand, Gemma Collins kind of became a meme. And it's probably happening before this, but to my knowledge, this is when she came into my life as a meme with her rendition of Charlie XCX single Boys. Is that why that happened? Yeah. And there was it was a, like one day there was no Gemma Collins and the next day it was everywhere and I'd never understood why. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. I, I, like, when did we start liking Gemma Collins again? She came out of nowhere. And then also later on in the year, she, bless it, she's absolutely fine, so I can laugh at this. Um, she fell off the stage when she was announcing an award uh, at the Radio 1 Teen Awards. Like, she was laughing and stuff, but it was hilarious. Aww. I mean, I was crying with laughter alone. Yeah. That's how funny it was. I do like her, but I just, I don't understand her origins. Nor I, friend, nor I. Um, August obviously provided us with uh, more Donald Trump news. We tend to avoid Donald Trump in the podcast, actually, don't we? We just kind of, he doesn't need more airtime. I agree. And I think it's like, it's such an easy joke. And uh, mm. we already have one of those and her name is Alex. So. Hello. <laughs> Tell you what I didn't do, though. Look at the eclipse this year. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Whereas Donald Trump looked directly at the sun, whilst Melania just prayed that the sun would swallow her up. <laughs> but I guess going back to a real home, the sun. <laughs> back to Krypton. <laughs> if the sun were to spit out a human, it would look like that couple though, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. They are the Adam and Eve of the sun. Yes. <laughs> um, Helen Mirren said moisturiser probably does fuck all. Love that I love woman. Yeah. She's very good at being unyoung gracefully. Yeah, fair. yeah. That's a reference to a previous episode. It's a little Easter egg for our avid listeners. <laughs> Do you reckon Helen Mirren has just like got really dry, flaky skin? That's why she said it. Oh, oh yeah. she's like, oh, probably just fuck all. It's like, you need to get some E45, Helen. Yeah. Mm. Come on, Helen. Get, get the aqueous cream. Oh, mm. God, yeah. yeah. Bake Off on Channel 4 began as well. Yeah, uh, and it was so different. Yeah. It was completely, completely different. I don't know any of the differences, but I think they're there. Yeah. I know that there was that man who looks like a bat. On it? Yes, I want to have sex with him. Oh, gee, what's with you and weird goth men? I think he is very attractive, and so do loads of my friends who are really like into, you know, like Kendall looking guys, but they still fancy him. 
All right, fair enough. This he's a babe. Noel Fielding that we're talking about. Yeah, and also I sometimes see him in Soho and he's always wearing a high-heeled silver boot. Lovely. I don't know why. Mm, I don't. I just think he looks like Russell Brand on antibiotics. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but they did once do the Big Fat Quiz of the Year together on the same oh. team and formed the Goth Detectives. So they're not uh, the same person? No, absolutely not. Interesting. Mm. And then September came around, back to school, uh, and Hugh Hefner died. And the theory about Hugh Hefner dying that I saw going around on Twitter is that um, with his, like, uh, powerful old balls and, <laughs> and the energy that came from it, he was somehow protecting this coven of uh, sexually harassing men. And then he died and the vortex went down and then all of the sexually harassing men were vulnerable. Wow. Oh, my God, I've never even put those two things together. Story checks out, doesn't it? Yeah. Maybe he was the secret keeper. And with it, maybe he was the last horcrux of sexual harassment. Oh, it's like how in 2016 David Bowie died and then everyone followed him. Yeah. Yeah. Hugh Hefner is the David Bowie of the sexual harassment world. Yeah. Oh my God, he is. What an accolade. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. Complex, uh, complex old fucking legacy there. I don't know what to make of that one at all. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't really understand why people were sad at all because he... I don't think people were sad. Were they? Oh, some people oh, were, they were not? very sad. I, yeah. I saw some people being like, oh, end of an era. And it's like, yeah, it wasn't a good era, though. Yeah, it's a it's a very funny thing because people are are very quick to be like, um, oh, Playboy, awful, awful, awful. And in a way, yeah, absolutely. It, you know, it um, was one of the main temples of the objectification of women in the 20th century. Like, it's shit. But also, there are so many interviews with, like, existing Playboy women from throughout the decades who are like, that was a great time in my life. And, you know, I got to flee a really shitty home situation and it opened up a lot of doors for me and I don't oh, regret really? a thing. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Well, so, you yeah, don't want I don't to, like, take their experiences away from them either. And I don't know? think it is a necessarily bad thing, like you say. It's it's very easy for us to sit here and be like, those women shouldn't have been doing yeah. that. But fuck it. If they were if it was all completely above board and consensual, then go for it. Also boobs are nice. <laughs> boobs are nice. Yeah, it's it's a funny one because like you don't want to be I saw a lot of people being thrilled he was dead. I saw a lot of people uh like being, oh a mournful end of an era, but like there's just no one wants to be in the grey area anymore do you know what I mean and it yeah. is it's just a very grey complicated thing like and that's not glamorous yeah. enough for some people I personally didn't see anybody that said anything like they felt like he pressured them or yeah. did anything so I mean it, it, I'm not saying he didn't I think the most controversial thing about him is that there was a lot of people a lot of abuse that happened around him that I think he probably turned a blind eye to which oh, okay. is the, the thing that we definitely know for sure I mean right. maybe mm-hmm. other stuff happened as well I yeah. don't know um, all right. Sorry, that was a bit of a <laughs> shift there from our Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> and then that uh, leads into October, obviously, Weinstein. Yeah. yeah. Cool. a little news story there, wasn't it? Just a sort of like, you know. Yeah, blip on the radar came there. And went. Yeah. No one's talking about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, fine. Like page 48 of the Times, just a little nub in the corner there. Yeah. Um, yeah, since Weinstein, all the allegations have come out, you know, bathrobe sales have gone down by 80%. Uh, Very terrible. bad press. They're yeah. a lovely gown. I know. My favourite of the gowns. Hefner's a gown wearer as well. Maybe if you just he wear was. a gown, you're a big old perp. The gown was the vortex protecting them all. Yeah, maybe the ga- Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Gowns are down. I've heard that as well, the white company and MS have had to lay off 300 staff members. Oh, God, as a result. From their, like nightwear departments, yeah. 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 Jesus, what did everybody get their fathers or their father in laws for Christmas? Slippers. Slippers. Uh, slippers are still sexually slippers. safe. Yes, they Just are. <laughs> wondering, lots, of, lots and lots of men in their 50s and 60s and above wandering around houses in slippers and pants. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Maybe, oh, maybe the smock will come back. Oh, yes. <laughs> like Wee Willy Winky. Yeah, the Wee Willy Winky smock. 
see um, our episode in pyjamas, by the way. Oh, <laughs> An early drink from uh, me. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Dr. Foster was Still on. Still haven't seen it. No, I watched seen it. one episode because my best mate was really into it. Um, don't really know why everyone was so obsessed with it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think it was because they couldn't believe that a woman was a doctor and had a marriage and a child. I think it... Wasn't it about a woman having it all? Is that what it was? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, it definitely wasn't. Two was. women doctors in one year then. Doctor Who and Doctor Foster. Yes, people were okay with the real life woman being a doctor, but they couldn't accept that the morphing Time Lord could be a woman. Oh, um, yeah. Just a GP. That's acceptable. <laughs> yeah. We've come so far. Yeah, we have. Uh, following on the TV theme, November... Blue Planet 2 emerged. Mm, That was great, wasn't it? And it ensured that nobody goes out on a Sunday night anymore. I mean, did they in the first place? Um, I think maybe like to the pub for one drink, but no, not even that. You were going out on Sunday nights. I feel like I got a few event invites from you on Sundays. Yeah, I do quite a regular gig on a Sunday, but not while Blue Planet was on. Oh, right, fair enough. Uh, Yeah, you'd you'd cut your audience in half. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know that you speak only to women and fish. (laughs) They are my top two demographics. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we also learned from it that fish can be trans. So something yeah. to point out to your elderly relatives uh, when they start up about trans people over the holiday season. Mm. If if they do, I think there's probably some do. older people who uh, aren't assholes. There are a few. We can assume. Yes. You're older, you, you're right. Yes, <laughs> trans people are the devil. Joke! <laughs> also some lovely news this month. Um, Harry, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle got engaged. Yeah. Yeah, that was nice, wasn't it? Really nice. nice. Yeah. Just genuine nice. Very nice. Light-hearted. Yeah. There was also uh, the Greg's advent calendar scandal. They uh, did a nativity scene and replaced Jesus with a sausage roll. Oh. Uh, Mm. But of course, that was part of a larger scale commercial project with the Church of England. Um, and Harry and Meghan will actually be married by a baked bean pasty. Oh, how lovely. Yeah, so nice. it's a sort of Church of England-wide sort yes. of pro- promotional campaign. Absolutely. Well, that'd be nice for them. And then also in November, the Paradise Papers came out, uh, and we discovered that everyone's got an offshore account apart from us. I know. How Speak for I- yourself, Anna. I have an offshore account. I have all my student debt in Ireland that I abandoned when I moved here. Oh, <laughs> oh I know. Hello. I'm very thrifty. All right. Yeah. Jimmy Carr. Hmm, How many expose? private jets have you gifted yourself, though? Oh, you know, I'm kind of doing a layaway thing. So I send them 10 quid a month and then eventually I get it. Ah, so, OK, yeah. cool. Did they give you a date on that or is it just... No, when you're 500 years old. Yeah. I'm getting a jet, guys. I'm getting a jet. OK, getting yeah. a jet. Fine. Um, <laughs> did you, you know, as your fellow countryman Bono... Did you buy a Latvian supermarket as a tax evasion scheme? Or? Oh, we do sort of go to a, an annual event, sort of like it's in a it's in a travel lodge about like how to, you know, some fiscal advice for okay. high achieving Irish people. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, well, give him my best when you see him next. I shall. Yeah. And a fiver or something. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to December, uh, where the most notable thing that happened was that Charlie Booker decided that he wasn't doing a screen wipe. And uh, we decided to do this. Yeah. Great, great success. I think we'll probably improve his viewing figures, if anything, you know? Yeah. And that's literally all you need to know about this year to impress a half-cut acquaintance at your New Year party. Thank you for listening to our podcast this year. In all seriousness, it's very kind of you indeed. Uh, We'll be back in the New Year to misunderstand more simple topics. But until then, we'd like to thank Harry Harris for our jingles, Gavin Day for our logo, and Soho Radio Studios for the recording space. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Should old acquaintance be forgot? <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 